0: Maisie, can you
1: believe this? I
0: can't. Here we are. It's so exciting. I'm so excited. Here we are. World Cup final. England.
1: The Lionesses sues. Our Lionesses. Our friends. <sighs> wow. Our friends. Friends of the show. The Lionesses. Friends of the show. The Lionesses. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. Should we do a show? I think we should. To Big Kick Energy. I'm Maisie Adam and I'm in Australia. I'm Susie Ruffle and I am not. Hello, mate, my actual friend. How are you? I'm very well. Okay. Where would you like to start? Well, where do you think I want to start? I want to start with doing a deeper dive on our glorious win in the semi finals. And should we talk about the fact that you met some lionette? Like, just everyone needs to know what happened. Oh, yes, please. So, Maisie, where we left it last episode was that you got in a cab with Jill Scott yeah, and you had some really good seats and then we sort of put it on pause and um, now I need you to tell me everything.
0: Absolutely unreal. Like, genuinely, to be serious for a minute, I was saying this to Mike, I was like, I can remember being at uni and watching Jill Scott playing in the World Cup and idolising her. And if you'd have told me that, like, two World Cups later – I'd be heading to the semi-final in the car with her and she'd just be, like, chatting to me and Mike being like, oh, so how did you guys meet? Like, it was just, it was absolutely insane. And then we got to the stadium, absolutely unreal atmosphere. It was so loud and it was pretty much, I would say, 90% Australia
1: fans.
0: (gasps) And we were right by one of the corner flags, right? (sighs) But it meant that for the second half, we're you know, two of the other goals were, we were right by him. It was absolutely brilliant. It did mean that we went mad when we scored and then would very quickly realise that we were the only people in a sort of, I'm going to say like 50-yard radius who were going mad. But it it was just unreal. I cannot believe it. So I met Jill Scott beforehand and then... Afterwards, right, she's like, oh, come over here, come over here, and I sort of um, hop over my seat to where Jill is, and uh, then Millie Bright's (gasps) mum comes up to me, and um, I know Millie Bright's mum, because she, yeah, Mrs. Bright, she follows me on Instagram, right, because... Me and Millie Bright had this like viral moment on Big Fat Quas of the Year where basically I I lost it, Sue. I fully fangirled. It was very embarrassing. I I fully lost it. Right. I I Mm -hmm. was shaking. I didn't really know how to speak. It was, I was like those people who've won tickets to a Take That concert in the 90s. It (laughs) was absolutely mortifying. And Millie Bright's never let me forget it. And her mum's always like been really lovely about it. She likes all my photos on Instagram. And so her mum, Nicola came up to me and I was sort of chatting with her for a bit and then everybody started... Like, the, the stadium's empty at this point because all the Aussie fans have gone. Yeah, they've got... They're, they're, yeah, absolutely livid. And then everyone starts clapping. The few people that are still remaining start clapping and I realise I'm with the family and friends and they're <gasps> clapping because the lionesses that have just played are now coming back into the audience to, like, see their family and friends. So suddenly I'm seeing... Like everybody that's just been on the pitch playing, and of course Millie Bright's there, and she came up and she gave me a she gave me a big old hug and was giving me more banter about that time I I, I lost it with her. I mean, she did make several jokes about me staying fifty yards at all times, but I'm I'm fairly sure they were jokes. <laughs> Listen, I've got a few clips for you. The first one was from when I saw Jill Scott before the game. I uh, I asked for some high profile feedback. Uh, if you'd like to take a listen. Uh, Suze, I'm with your friend of mine, Jill Scott. Uh, Jill, wait, this is just before the semi-final. How are we feeling? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous, but not because of the result, just like the whole occasion. I do think we're going to win. I'm confident. quietly confident. And the most important question, what's the better chant for Mary Earps? Are you ready? OK. Earps upside your head. Said Earps upside your head. Or... Mary, ups, erps, erps. erps. to the tune of Feeling Hot. No, the first one. Thank you, Jill Scott. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do I get five pounds? You said I got five pounds if oh, I oh, is, that. That, is that.
1: Is that how bad life is after yeah. you retire? <laughs> That's after a fiver? First of all, incredible that you got that. Secondly, I can't believe you didn't say my friend Susie Ruffle so that she knows that I exist. So a little bit disappointed about that. Thirdly, I think you gave your chant so much more chutzpah. Well, you know what?
0: I I did that with Jill Scott and Jill Scott voted for me and I didn't leave it there, Suze. I thought I'd ask one more person about what they thought of the Mary Erps chant. So I've got you this. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Susie,
0: we keep having this debate about which Sorry. Mary Herps chant is better. I think we should ask her herself. Which one are you going for? <gasps> I've got to say, Ups upside, Ups upside your head! Come head. on, yeah. Ups upside, <laughs> head. Ups upside <laughs> your head! Right, she, she not only voted for mine, she joined in. So to all you naysayers that get in touch going, oh, I love the podcast though, Susie, you win, you've got the better chant, Mary Herps and Jill Scott agree that mine is best.
1: So, Maisie, you are telling me that you got access to not one, but two lionesses, and you use that time to ask them about our stupid chance. Yes. It's called journalism, Susie. Look it up. Oh, May. I don't mind them thinking you're a loser, but don't bring me into this. Excuse me. me. We have argued
0: week in, week out, Susie, like cat and dog about whose chant is better. And then I saw the actual subject of these chants. The England number one, Mary Earps, the goalkeeper, FIFA's best goalkeeper in the world. I asked her. She said it was my chant. Sorry, you didn't like the results.
1: I am only joking. I'm pleased that you asked.
0: Uh, I did also send you one more. Sort of voice note, though I listened back to it and I'm not entirely sure it's it's podcast
1: appropriate. Yes! Come on!
0: Come
1: on! I think they might think you're weird.
0: Yeah, that, that, that wasn't me when I met them. That was okay, me oh, after a third goal. <laughs> fine, fine, <laughs> no, fine. That makes that, a lot more sense. It was just me when I got in the car with Jill. <laughs> Why, hello, Jill. <gasps> Why, hello, Jill. I can't believe she responded to a text that started with that. She must be sick of that.
1: <laughs> she must be absolutely up to it. So here we are, the
0: World Cup final, Susie.
1: I, I mean, I always had the hope, but, you know, when we started this podcast, I i liked the game. Yeah. But now I'm like, I'm emotionally invested in every player. What were
0: you like at the final whistle of, the, of that semi-final?
1: I was jumping around a kitchen in Ireland where I had just done some cooking with a Michelin star chef, <laughs> screaming by myself because no one else really cared about the football. Such different experiences. <laughs> well, this Irish chef goes to me, ah, you know, it's good. They've done well. They've done well. <laughs> where was he from again? Bangladesh. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't bad. Oh, Terrible. I don't know. I think so. Okay. It's
0: very, very exciting, though. It's like I knew it would be an exciting tournament, but I did not. I I, I didn't. I didn't. Do you know what? I don't think I dared to dream this
1: big for sure
0: that we'd be in
1: the final. And what? What are like? I mean, how have Spain been throughout the tournament? How worried do we need to be? They've been very, very, very good. They've been very, very good. Three
0: of their players are on three goals in the running of the Golden
1: Boot standings. Yes, and the Golden Boot is for the person who has scored the most goals throughout the tournament.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, obviously, it'll be a tough one, our toughest yet. But, Suze, we have met before. We met in the Euros, in the quarterfinal. 2-1 was
1: mm-hmm. the
0: score to us. I was there, it was at Brighton. And it was a tense game then, but it was a brilliant game. So I'm hoping for just, if if we get a repeat of that,
1: perfect. And I mean, you know, we don't like to do too many predictions on the show, but with Lauren James being able to play now, do you think mm-hmm. that's going to change the starting lineup or do you think that Serena's like we've got it? This is the thing, isn't it? We've now learned seemingly
0: to to cope without Lauren James. We've managed that formation that works without her. I don't think they'll start her as amazing as she was when she had her starts. I think now they will use her as a super sub. And what a super sub she'll be. I think they'll stick with the formation that has been on the last two games. And then at 50 minutes, they will bring Lauren James on and they won't know how to cope. And that's the key, right? Think about the Nigeria game. Nigeria had worked out what to do with Lauren James. They just didn't leave her alone, right? So it was really frustrating for Lauren James. Whereas I think if we go with the a, a starting lineup that we've had the last two games,
1: that's what Spain will prepare for. Then we bring on Lauren James. And we'll probably see some of the other super subs coming on at maybe the 80-minute mark just for some fresh legs. Yeah. Would you I think, think? I
0: think, you know, Chloe Kelly's been a, a incredible at the front now. We've incredible. also seen Beth England bring a fantastic sort of dynamic in as well. There's lots to do. There's lots to do. That's, I mean... I hate to be smug, Suze, but cast your eyes back to uh, episode one of Big Kick Energy. My eyes I'm or my mind? Sure. Oh, cast your cast your mind. Yeah, do cast. Yeah, go on. Keep your eyes firmly in your head, actually. But <laughs> cast your mind, cast your mind back to episode one. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Cast your mind back to episode one. I said everyone's worried about. All of these injuries, everyone's saying it's not the same as the Euro squad. But the, the thing with this team is the breadth of it, the options that Serena Viegman mm-hmm. has. And that's exactly what's been the strength in this tournament. So I, for one, am very, very excited. Very excited.
1: You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. I'm so ex- like, excited. Can, me- can I hear once again how excited Maisie is, please, Matt? Yes! Is that- yeah. yeah. I don't think you need to tell me all the listeners that you're excited, babe. I think we've got it. Right. If you were here in Sydney, you'd get it, right? World Cup oh, fever hear, is, is a fever pop. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. In my little house in Brighton, World Cup fever's on. And and what was the World Cup fever like in rural Ireland? Uh, I would say that it was the fever of one. It was, okay. I was a case study. Oh, oh okay. All I right. was patient zero. <laughs> Where are you going to be watching the final, Suze? in my lounge with a few pals yeah because obviously we've got to consider that you know we don't want to take the little one to the pub I think it might be a bit much a bit overwhelming for her so we're going to have a couple of people to ours so you're going to bring out the falafel and the hummus again well Alice did say maybe we should do another little sort of meze because it's nice to pick it worked a treat for the china game maybe that's the 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 lucky the lucky lucky quiche yeah bring out the lucky quiche no worries consider it done absolutely if that's what I need to do to help my team do it I'll do it should we have a few emails? Because, I mean, we've been really blown away, actually, haven't we, Maze, from some of the messages that we've received?
0: Genuinely. like I know I, we, I, we do jest on this podcast, don't we, Suze? But these emails, they don't half make us smile. And actually a little bit of moche, because it's been really lovely yeah. seeing that quite a few people have had either – a very similar experience to Susie or a very similar experience to me or neither, but you're enjoying it anyway. So what we got, Suze? Hiya, Pacey
1: and Goosey. In addition to Caramello Hello. Koalas, <laughs> I would recommend that Maisie tries one of the best ice creams in the history of the universe while she's in Sydney. It's called, no joke, A Golden Gay Time. And it is oh. fabulous. And that's from Ellie. Oh. Right, and it sounds okay. good actually. Look, the Golden Gay Time ice cream started in 1959. It's made of golden-colored toffee and vanilla ice cream on a stick, coated in chocolate and dunked in crumbly honeycomb biscuit. How nice okay. does that sound? Um, have you tried a caramel koala yet? I haven't tried a
0: caramel koala. I, I'm, I keep I'm on. I'm keeping my eyes out for them. Um, I, I've also not come across a, a Golden Gay Time whilst being here in Sydney.
1: know I mean, it feels like if you're going to have a go, it's the place to do it.
0: What, out here with my husband? You stay in the hotel, Mike, I'm just off for a golden gay time at the Women's World Cup. I was going to say, it's not the sort of thing I can bring back for you, is it? A golden gay time. No,
1: but I do want some Caramello Koalas.
0: Okay. Do you know what? Because you emailed in, no, Ellie, I will try a golden gay time. I'll try anything once. And I will get you your Caramello (laughs) Koalas, Suze. Don't you worry. Thank you.
1: Thank you, May. Should we have another email? Yep,
0: yeah, we've got one from Kerry, uh, who says, Dear Maisie and Susie – oh, full names, are we in trouble? Dear Maisie and Susie, could you please give a shout-out to my 12-year-old daughter, Jess? Since I introduced her to your podcast, she's become a big fan and listens to every episode. Jess plays as a defender for Pilkington Lily's under-13s. I'm so glad she's growing up in a time when women's football is so prominent. What advice would you give to young footballers today? Thanks, Kerry. Oh, well, Jess, from Pilkington Lily's under-13s. Well, she's a defender, so I'd say stick your name on it, close them down, go to her. Uh, I think it's, it's, like, genuinely, it's wonderful to see girls playing football now and, and it not being, like, oh, I'm the only girl playing in a group of boys. Yeah. The fact that there is Pilkington Lilies under 13s and there's enough girls playing that that team exists. Uh, incredible. Relish it, Jess. Always enjoy it.
1: And, you know, we're all looking up to the Lionesses, Jess, but you're someone that's young enough to look up to them and go, I could become one. How exciting is that?
0: Yeah. I, I think it's been
1: it's been pretty much shut down now that I'm going to become a Lioness. Everyone, Enough people have got in touch to say that's not going to happen. But Jess, it could happen to you.
0: Yeah, I would say, Jess, you've definitely got a higher likelihood at the moment than our Suze. So, you know, that's something to hold on to.
1: <laughs> Should we have one more email? One more, please. Hello, you legends. Loving the podcast. And I'm so happy that Susie has been converted into one of us, thoroughly enjoying the new chants you were coming up with. I had an idea for one chant for the final to the tune of December 1963, which is by The Four Seasons. How does that oh, one Oh, we
0: spoke about them the other day. Yeah. Do you remember when, yeah, we didn't know yeah. if it was Bee Gees or Jersey Boys.
1: Back in yeah. August 2023, 2023. What, what a, a very, very special,
0: special t- time for me. Winning down under, underwater
1: night. It's good, that. I like it. I very much like it. Long may Big Kick Energy continue. Thank you, Louisa. Uh, maybe it will. Do you know what does grind a gears is the you know the one on. that um is to the Atomic
0: Kitten song where like in the men's one they go, Southgate, you're the one, you still turn me on oh with the lionesses ones everyone sings serena you're the one and it doesn't fit and she has a two-syllable surname you know like how we sing gareth southgate's two-syllable surname why are we dilly-dallying round with a three-syllable serena you're the one when it could just be wiegmann you're the one come on guys this is why they didn't give us the vote It's gonna be a final of firsts, isn't it, Maisie? It is. We've we've spoken time and time again about how many sort of barriers this tournament has broken down and, and records it's set. But this final is it's it's very, very fitting. Serena Wiegman, the first coach to take two different nations to a World Cup final. This is her fifth straight Incredible. tournament final because she won the Euros with the Netherlands in 2017, then guided them to a World Cup final in 2019, to be only to be beaten by the US. And then now her third straight final with England because we had the Euros and the finalissima. Yep. So she's she's the one. She really is. Wiegmann, you're the one. In the words of Davina McCall, do you fancy another one? <laughs> really because, good. Thank you. Tori Penso of Florida will become the first ever official from the United States to referee a men's or women's World Cup final. And if her name sounds familiar, which I know it does, Suze, the way I said Tori Penso and your little ears pricked up, she was also in charge of the Australia and England game. Therefore, she's the first official to referee a semi-final and a final match in the same tournament since 1934. Tori, I hope you've booked a lovely holiday
1: for after this because she's working overtime. She really is. And this is England and opponent Spain' first ever appearance in a World yes. Cup final. How exciting is that? We said before, once USA and Japan were out, we knew that
0: the winner of this World Cup was yes. going to be a new one. But my God, a new, yeah, this is this is England or Spain's first ever appearance in a in a World Cup final. So it's it's very very exciting. And, and Spain are a, are a big team, Suze. This is going to be a, a, mm-hmm. a tough match. Obviously, I said about 2-1 uh, in the Euros, which I saw at Brighton. But also, they are formidable. On and off the pitch, have you heard about the spiciness that's been kicking off behind closed doors? No. Oh, right. No. So, basically... They will play in their first Women's World Cup final on Sunday, but they'll do so without a handful of top players because of some ongoing protest against the Spanish Football Federation. So in September last year, 15 players sent the Federation identical emails asking not to be called to the national team Citing a lack of professionalism, not words that ever appear in our vocabulary, of course. Now, the players never explicitly (laughs) asked for head coach Jorge Vilda or his staff to be fired. But it's been very clear that the relationship between him and the players is um, not good, shall we say. And after some discussions, eight players made themselves available for selection before the World Cup. So, it's a bit
1: tense, I think, in that in that dressing room. Mm. Maybe that'll go in our favour. Yeah, maybe the time for a cohesive team is now. Yes, And yes. we've got one, baby.
0: You'd like you'd like it to be that, wouldn't you? You'd like it to be the team that get on with their coach to be the ones that lift the cup yeah. at the end.
1: It's amazing what they've done. My friend uh, Laura Checkley, who you've met as well, oh, she's yes. a, a, an actress and uh, a comedy person and a massive football fan. She we were texting about the football. Yesterday, she said it's like they're the Spice Girls in how they've made young girls feel. And they I really totally are. related to that. Like, it is like I do feel like I want to say girl power.
0: Hey, Suze, speaking yeah. of 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 music, do you know how uh, England like to prepare for a game? They've, they've revealed this. Uh, no, Alessia Russo shared that the, the the lionesses they like to listen to. I mean, get ready for a throwback here. Foundations by Kate Nash on the bus before games. Oh wow! Do you remember that? As in the one about you said I must ho- eat so many lemons. That one because I am so bitter. Bitter.
1: Bitter. My friends are holding on. Uh, my fingertips are holding yeah, onto the and I don't in think our the lyrics. are my friends are holding to my
0: fingers. No. <laughs>
1: My fingertips are holding on to the cracks in our foundation. They might sing my... F- my fingertips are holding on to the lemons. <laughs> you know what I meant. Now, what are you going to do pre-match? It's tomorrow for us. It's tomorrow right. for you as well.
0: Yes. So I'm going to do all of the same things I did before the Australia game. Obviously, I can't count on a lift there with Jill Scott, but I'm going to wear the same outfit. Yep. I'm going to wear my same shirt. Uh, I'm going to take the same So you're going to wear your kit? Yeah, yeah, full kit. (laughs) Um, Also, I wore a full kit. So I wore a full kit, like T-shirt, as in, you know, the the kit shirt, and then I wore the zippy-up tracksuit top and a bucket hat, and I had a, a scarf. And a sign that said it's coming home. And Jill Scott said I looked mad.
1: Yeah, of course, because they're normal people.
0: Susie, one thing that you have—I mean, d- don't get me wrong—you've you've brought lots uh, over the the, the the tournament, but I would say your most valuable attribute has been your very accurate predictions. You've been the resident octopus for this World Cup. Thank
1: you, thank you. Yeah, eight, eight is a lot th- of legs, David. <laughs> The best encouragement I could have before
0: the final tomorrow is for you to predict the score now, obviously in England's favour. Now, if you get this right, I will buy you so many Caramello koalas. I will frankly fill my suitcase with them. So come on, give us the winning score that England are
1: going to win the World Cup with. It's going to not have extra time. It's just going to be 90 minutes. Wonderful. Thank you. And it's gonna be 2-1 to the Lionesses. 2-1. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I don't know if I can. I there'll be a moment of jeopardy. Oh God. Russo's gonna get that final goal. Russo,
0: yeah. I think I I can see that happening. Okay. Thank you for your prediction, Susie. I'm so nervous. We'll speak uh to the final. When when are we doing this again?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to do one when you get back. So it'll probably go out early Wednesday morning. Oh, okay, okay. Hopefully, a jubilant okay.
0: episode.
1: Oh, hopefully, yeah. and, uh, and and then and then who knows? There might be who knows if there's more afterwards. Who knows? Who knows if we're going to do a Susie Susie Who knows? Who knows? Who could possibly say Susie? You're yeah so
0: bad at keeping secrets, It's it's laughable, I'm just but not laughable, know. not remotely funny. Incredibly infuriating. So we'll yeah, be back. sponsor t- listening. We just need them to know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back be good? Tuesday, hopefully, as World Cup winners. Thank you again for all of the messages. It means the absolute world. We cannot believe how bloody lucky we are. I say that probably more me at the moment than Susie because I'm here at the World Cup. Um, but but, but- I'm, I'm enjoying it vicariously through you. Yeah,
1: Susie feels lucky because she's doing a podcast with Maisie Adam. And why shouldn't she? And I should probably let people know how they can get in touch. Please get in touch with us. Okay. The email is bigkickenergypod at gmail.com. Or you can at us. Please follow us on Instagram. It is bigkickenergypod. Uh, this has been a joy. Maisie, it's coming home. It's coming home. Can we have that scream just one more time? Yeah! Oh, my God.